0: strange i'm ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie sup friends i'm winded laughed Laugh too hard I laughed the video scared me it's gonna be good it's gonna be a good day all right i think i'm good i can make you feel better can you yeah
1: because we're gonna talk a little bit about halloween just briefly just briefly so this is coming out five days after halloween what did you guys dress up as
0: a dinosaur kiki from kiki's delivery service Ooh, good choices i was frankenstein's monster i'm so excited
1: <laughs> um but whenever you think of halloween costumes what are some like ones that you immediately are like
0: boom 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 a ghost mm-hmm. a vampire ding ding ding
1: someone say uh in parentheses someone says vampires or i end up disappointed
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh we're back to old school notes Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> pause for laughter
1: I love Halloween,
0: and I've decided I don't
1: want it to end. So let's discuss some spooky stuff,
0: honey. That's kind of the premise of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been for the past ninety-seven episodes? Almost In 100. my own little world. <laughs> or probably, I mean, we are over a hundred now if you include bonuses. What? You good, Ash? We actually did a thing. We're <laughs> done after a hundred. We're, we, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I'm done after a hundred <laughs> until it's my next time to record. There we go. Vampires
1: and werewolves are the two things that come into mind right away for me. But where do these legends come from? I don't really think of Stephanie werewolves Myers. as a costume. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Europe, like all good things. Mm, Not true. all. As a good portion as to say, of like, good things. Rethink that statement for a hot <laughs> second. I like European things. Today, we're
1: going to talk about the medical conditions behind two of the most iconic spooky season
0: monsters around. Medical conditions? Yes. They are sh- supernatural phenomena.
1: Uh, my notes are entitled Scary Spoopy Time Monsters. <laughs>
0: wow. What's your favorite Halloween scary movie, Tiffany? I <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: that did freak me out as a kid and still a little <laughs> bit to this day. I love it.
0: Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh, vampires. <laughs> Not
1: going to lie. I read a lot of books about vampires. It's because
0: you're attracted to them. Sexy, spoopy time? None of them would be
1: considered educational, though. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the ones I read involve a vamp fighting their inner demons to see that they are worthy of love and affection. And a few may sparkle, but we're not going to get into that. But is there any fact to this fiction? The most well-known vampire is, hands down, Bram Stoker's Dracula. While his character is based largely on Vlad the Impaler, all the characteristics that make him a vampire are based on something else. So, what are some common vampire traits that you guys can think of? Drinking blood, allergic
0: to garlic, sunlight, no good. (laughs) (laughs) I, man, I fix engine. I, vampire, I know like sun. Coffins, hanging upside down, fangs, bats,
1: flying. I cover some
0: of those. While I do enjoy the thought of mythical creatures
1: and otherworldly monsters. Vampirism is a fairly cl- has a fairly clear explanation. Earthro Proto Porphyria, EPP. One more time, Earthro Poetic Proto Porphyria. Yeah, yeah, okay, I nailed EPP. It. Yeah, you know me, uh, dude. Every time I type that <laughs> into my notes, I sing that. Get
0: down with EPP. Yeah, you know me. What? Oh, oh no. <laughs> school strikes again
1: <laughs> so epp is a rare disease that causes an issue with the synthesis of the protein from protoporphyrin,
0: protoporphyrin. Uh-huh. there's a lot of copy paste happening in these notes wasn't there <laughs> no <a> little
1: basically <laughs> <laughs> basically the porphyrin and the hemi do their dance and make magic
0: happen and ta-da Red blood cells with normal hemoglobin. I you to asked- wait until Adeline asks you how babies are made. <laughs> you asked our coworker about this and then got confused, didn't no, you? No, I
1: didn't. Uh, I didn't bring this up to her because I was doing my notes on my lunch break and I was trying to bust them out real quick so that I could get back to doing work. So I didn't want to like stop to chit chat so with epp there's a stumbling block there's a buildup of porphyrin in your body that disrupts the synthesis of the hemiprotein from porphyrin and the dance doesn't work so basically the red blood cells can't transfer oxygen from the lungs to the rest of the body easily as you can imagine that could cause issues just a bit this disease has two main types acute which attacks the nervous system and cutaneous which affects the skin It's possible to have either both or just one. That doesn't make sense. It's possible to have both or just one. For acute, some of the symptoms are severe abdominal pain, pain in your chest, legs or back, constipation or diarrhea, nausea and vomiting, muscle pain, tingling, numbness, weakness or paralysis, red or brown urine, mental changes such as anxiety, confusion, hallucinations uh paranoia breathing problems urination problems rapid or irregular heartbeats that you can feel which are called palpitations high blood pressure and seizures wow so
0: basically everything is stop working
1: yes it's like your blood
0: needs to send oxygen places that sounds like the list of things that could happen by taking medications
1: Please consult your doctor if you have sensitivity to the sun or sometimes artificial light causing burning pain, sudden painful skin redness, and swelling. Do not Blasters take on garlic if you're allergic to garlic.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite on the medication commercials no shit
1: sherlock (laughs) so for cutaneous some symptoms are this is the one that affects the skin sensitivity to the sun and sometimes artificial light causing burning pain sudden painful skin redness and swelling blisters on exposed skin usually the hands arms and face fragile thin skin with changes in skin color itching excessive hair growth in affected areas or red or brown urine another side effect of this is anemia so for anemia Blood transfusions can help with this, as the sufferer doesn't have enough red blood cells on their own. These blood transfusions are great, but in the olden days, the cure was a bit different. Those with EPP were told to drink animal blood to alleviate their symptoms. Another thing about EPP, it causes a buildup of porphyrin in the body, which does not react kindly to UV light. This means sunlight, really any bright light, would cause extreme pain, blisters, and rashes. Sound familiar? (gasps) Spoopy. So imagine being in the ye olden days and seeing someone extremely pale only coming out at night and being caught drinking blood. uh. (laughs) (laughs) While people are generally known for being tolerant of anything slightly different, this doesn't seem to have gone over well. Interesting. They just needed to be more sneaky. <laughs> yes. Hi, I am in severe pain and can't go out in the sunlight, but let me sneak around you guys so you feel more comfortable as Absolutely. I try to, you know, function as a human being. No. <laughs> That's not loud in the olden days. <laughs> um, let's talk about fangs. Apparently, some of the physical side effects can cause the gums to recede, causing the exposure of teeth beyond the norm. Hence, fangs. Simple enough? No. Okay.
0: This one I did. Because that would make all of your teeth bigger. I don't know why I'm trying to do like horse mouth right now. I mean. Yes, because that transfers via audio. And that's why I said what I was trying to do. I didn't just do my,
1: it. My canines are very prominent because my gums have kind of receded on those too. You see? We'll put a picture up for you guys. <laughs> oh my God, yes, with that exact
0: face, please. <laughs> Check out Tiffany's fangs. Hashtag fangs. Simple enough. Oh my god oh man okay <laughs> we'll put a picture up
1: <laughs> so you mentioned garlic i don't have this one written in my notes but i remember seeing it one of the things in garlic components chemicals something in it um reacts poorly to what's going on inside of your body which causes the aversion to garlic fair So okay And then I saw something about like the aversion to mirror, like you can't see vampires in the mirrors. One of the articles I read said something about like the side effects cause body issues. Like you can, your skin shrinks up and you have all these gashes and wounds. So people would avoid looking in the mirror because of that. And then when it comes to the crosses, these people were
0: persecuted by the church. So yeah, avoidance of the cross. (laughs) Um (laughs) As Tiffany does a tiny cross. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So what about vampires being immortal? What about silver bullets? That's werewolves. Yeah. Wooden stakes or vampires. Wooden stakes are vampires. Oh, I do have an answer to the wooden stakes. Also not written yeah, in my notes. Yeah, no one wants to be stabbed in the heart with a wooden stake. <laughs> that is a general rule of thumb, yes. <laughs> or shot with a silver bullet, for that matter. Truth. No, when people were way back in
1: the day when they were afraid of their loved ones coming back as vampires, they would stake the bodies in the coffin and the thought was that their body would be staked to the ground so they couldn't rise up from the dead.
0: Oh. They
1: used iron stakes, though, because there was a belief that iron would ward off like in supernatural iron wards off ghosts and the fae don't like iron and things like that so yeah would you say there's a lot at stake <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're cute i'm just thinking about like not only being stuck in a coffin for the rest of forever but then like having a stake through your body I'm imagining Inside of said coffin. that scene from The Grinch where his heart's growing, he's like screaming and like looking at his heart and looking at his hands and then going back and s- screaming still. Mm. I'm imagining that. like up gory or not a kid's movie. In my head, that's pretty, pretty accurate.
1: Okay, well, think about this when we get to the last bit of my notes, because that's going to be a cool image. But they also used to put bricks and garlic in the deceased one's mouth so that if they happen to wake up, they couldn't bite anybody or attack them.
0: Because they couldn't remove the bricks. It's fine. I forgot your hands stop working if you turn into a vampire. We forgot that key, or you know, bleh. (laughs) (laughs) I do not say bleh bleh bleh. (laughs) No, that's That's where that comes from. (laughs) It's them spitting out the rocks. (laughs) Bleh. Bleh bleh. So another
1: reason people used to think that vampires were a thing was because they would expect to see the body decomposed at a certain point. I guess they had to like, when we talked about in your episode where the bodies were removed and all that, I guess they were doing something like that or opening a crypt or whatever, but they were expecting to see a certain amount of decomposition, but in places where like they have a really rough winter, they would open up the body and it wouldn't be open up the coffin or open up the coffin. (laughs) There we go. Thank you. Good clarification. (laughs) They would open up the coffin and the body wouldn't be as decomposed as they were we
0: expecting. We are not Russian dolls, and they would <laughs> open up the body for the other body. It's like a turducken, but with people. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> a tifshlaka. <laughs> oh no! Don't like that. I'm slightly excited about that. <laughs> <'Cause> everybody... <laughs> this is a good day. Uh... Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I do too, a little bit.
1: Let's talk about vampires then. Okay, so what about vampires being
0: immortal? What happened to the blah blah blah? I thought you said you had an answer for that. No, I was saying you gave us the answer. They don't say blah blah. blah. They say hotel Transylvania gave us the answer. Actually, thank you, Adam Sandler. All right, so for the like fifth time,
1: what about vampires being immortal? What about them being immortal? Well, this one is a bit of a legend developed after many different retellings. EPP is a generic blood... Uh, gen Not generic. <laughs> genetic. Those are different. Maybe. Just a skosh. EPP is a genetic blood disorder. It's recessive, which means it must come from both parents. It could be lying dormant in a parent, so they don't know they have it, but it must be there. In the way back when, it wasn't uncommon to marry distant, and sometimes not so distant, family members. Transylvania, where the stories originate, wasn't exactly poppin', and choices weren't exactly (laughs) plentiful. Meaning that a disease that affects two to five people in one million nowadays affected quite a few more back then in that whole swimming in your own gene pool thing.
0: Transylvania in the day, one star, do not recommend. <laughs> Would not go back. The cousin was hot though. <laughs> no. No. no, no. That sucked. So <laughs> that was the <a> vampire pun. <laughs> Took a bite of that. <laughs> So, this they
1: would see multiple generations having this, and the story got told over time and it just morphed. And there's where the immortal thing came from.
0: Okay, so that's it was vampires. all in
1: one family. Uh, it was all like you go there 30 years, there's a girl who looks exactly like the girl last time who had that. Oh, blood, and, yeah, something like that. Something like that. So, that's vampires. Ooh, less scary now, right? what
0: vampires are less scary yeah i've never really thought. just the sparkly ones i don't like those the sparkly ones are still scary to you i just don't like them i have thoughts on those too but i'll keep those to myself (laughs) (laughs) werewolves werewolves scare me more than vampires do well this one has two medical conditions to discuss
1: woohoo
0: whoa do, do you really just throw up the devil horns rock on yeah medical conditions so rock and roll look
1: i do talk about drugs in here and that's rock and roll right
0: okay rock and roll
1: i believe we covered this during our um barnum and bailey episode
0: she's like the trolls going to <laughs> rock village brush all teeth i am queen barb no you are queen poppy <laughs> So I
1: believe we covered this during our Barnum and Bailey episode, so I won't go too deep into this one. But congenital hypertrichosis is believed to be a genetic disorder that occurs as a result of spontaneous mutation that causes excessive hair growth over and above the normal growth for the person's age and sex. I say believed to be because we don't really know what causes it even today. When we think of Jojo the dog-faced boy from Barnum and Bailey,
0: we think of congenital hypertrichosis that's the first thing that comes to my mind yep (laughs) uh congenital means it was present
1: at birth there's also acquired hypertrichosis that can stem from cancer drugs malnutrition drugs because i repeated it or even porphyria what connection how did i know this would happen
0: (laughs) okay i guess i don't need a soundboard as you can tell she's real proud of having her notes done today guys
1: You can also get localized acquired hypertrichosis from repetitive rubbing or scratching, which scared me for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Or even getting a cast. Um, When you get your cast off, you could have a a spot of this.
0: Of extra hair growth? Localized acquired hypertrichosis. Which means like excess hair growth. Yes. Yes. I feel like it would be the opposite. I feel like excess rubbing or casting would make hair be less.
1: Your body's like, what's going on here? We're going to freak out. We're going (laughs) to mutate real quick. Boom. Mutation. Okay. 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 So stop touching my eyebrows. Got it. Oh, we'll talk about eyebrows. Again, we discussed this in an earlier episode, so I'm not diving too deep on this. But I did want to mention one form of this is called navoid hypertrichosis. It's where a solitary and well-defined area has unique hair growth. For example, an extremely bushy
0: unibrow. (laughs) I <laughs> did not think you were going unibrow. <laughs> that you are going further south. Well, we're not talking about navels.
1: Also, have you ever met someone who has a small patch of different colored hair? Hey, like my mother-in-law. Yeah, that's a navoid hypertrichosis. Wow. Or do you know anyone with blonde hair that has like a dark hair spot over like a mole or a freckle?
0: Isn't that the same thing, just reversed?
1: Yeah, well, no, it's like if you've got like light Arm hairs, and then you've got like this mole or freckle, and it's got like black hair jetting out of it. That's navoid hypertrochosis. Interesting. Cool, huh? I'm just a hairy beast,
0: so I'm not sure. Well, you remember when
1: I mentioned that like bushy unibrow? I'm just kidding.
0: I'm (laughs) sorry. I wish you guys could have seen her face.
1: I'm just kidding. You maintain it really well.
0: (gasps) That's not making it any (laughs) better.
1: Wow. Now, this is different than whenever a female has facial hair like a male.
0: No, I'm not looking at you again, Ashley. (laughs) Yes, you are. You just made eye contact with me. I'm sorry. It is
1: called something else when somebody who is anatomically female has facial hair like an anatomical male. I knew what it was, and then I did not write it down. But there is a name for it. There's that. Anyway... (laughs) One of the most well-known cases of hypertrichosis was Petrus Gonsalves. Do either of you know who that is? No. Is that Jojo? No. He was born in 1537. He was gifted to King Henry II of France at
0: a young he age. He was gifted.
1: Yeah. King Henry liked collecting oddities and Petrus was no exception because people were considered property back then and it's not right. Right. So, depending on the source, Petrus either grew up as a beloved member of the family who met and fell in love with his wife, Catherine, and lived a long and happy life with her and their seven children, or he was married off to Catherine as some sort of an experiment to see if they would have children with his condition as well. What? In this version, his children with hypertrichosis, which were four of the seven, were sold off to different nobility who received, quote, Luxurious upbringings as the property of other people because they were different. Uh, yeah, don't like that. Yeah. No matter the version you hear, many agree that Petrus and Catherine's love story was the inspiration for the modern day telling of Beauty and the Beast. Okay, that's kind of cool, right? I did think that fact was pretty cool. And if you look at the art from the 1700s, when the modern version of Beauty and the Beast was um, written. I say modern, but it wasn't the original version. There are some really old versions of that story. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. But the 1700s one, if you look at pictures that were done at that time, they do kind of look like somebody who would have had hypertrichosis and Hmm. not necessarily a beast. So I said there were two medical conditions behind the legends of werewolves, correct? Yes. I believe so, yes. Cool. The second is called clinical lycanthropy. Yeah, I've heard of this one. I had two, but I had forgotten what it was, and it was not what I thought it was.
0: (laughs) And now you're all going to learn along with her.
1: Yes. Clinical lycanthropy is defined as a rare psychiatric syndrome that involves a delusion that the affected person can transform into, has transformed into, or is an animal. Peter Stump, from our earlier episodes on werewolves, is believed by some to have had this. So clinical lycanthropy is a very rare condition and is largely considered to be an idiosyncratic expression of a psychotic episode caused by another condition such as schizophrenia... Bipolar disorder, which I think is called something else now, but I don't remember what. Oh, or, I'm not sure. I hadn't heard that. Or clinical depression. That part right there was pulled straight from Wiki because I was finishing my notes before the ladies got here to record and didn't have time to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that she could say she finished her notes before yeah. we got here. Just that part. So it's fine. And
1: those are the me- medical conditions behind two of everyone's favorite spooky time monsters.
0: Ooh. Wow. Or there actually are werewolves and vampires also an option because we haven't proved that they haven't existed or don't exist true that's an incredibly hard thing to prove Mm -hmm. that something doesn't or isn't that is very true i didn't think about that option when i was writing my notes
1: so thank you for pointing that out and there are people who believe that they are vampires when i was mm, early 20s or maybe even like late teens did you think you were a vampire no but i have a cousin who's just a couple months younger than me and i went to visit him and he tried desperately for an entire day to convince me he was a vampire and finally i was like cool dude you're a vampire that's fine and i've never brought it back up with him since how do you know he's still maybe we could have had him on dude i don't know he broke his back in a car accident and should have died and just like walked away that statement did not make sense.
0: Does he say He didn't any?
1: actually walk away, but like he's fine now. Okay. It's like it never happened.
0: Yep. Back broken multiple places. Like and he was just I, like, I'm out. I have questions. <laughs> and
1: domical questions. <laughs> uh, so those are our favorite spooky time monsters. But wait, <gasps> there's more. Dun, da, da, da.
0: How are ghosts made?
1: That's not what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what's something else? werewolf ghost frankenstein bats Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cat, how are cats made
1: <laughs> <laughs> when one Cause cat... god
0: loved the world very very much <laughs> so he gave his kittens why am i drawing a total blank donkeys donkeys, donkeys? <laughs> we have a donkey sticker it just <laughs> those are real you know they're real right are they are you being an ass the donkey <laughs> from shrek is totally real
1: Eddie Murphy is very real, yes. Let's get an extra one just for funsies for poos and haas.
0: Zombies. The uh, living dead. Oh my god, that face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the creepy, brain eating, sometimes fast, sometimes slow. Smelly walking corpses. Is it corpses or corpses? eyes. Corpses? Zombies? zombies where did they come from the ground why is their story told what could possibly be the medical condition behind the undead rising to chew on your face a bad infection well there isn't one (laughs) but we'll talk about the possible source of this legends because it was in an article i was reading i was like oh this is fun um (laughs) So all stories of reanimation date all the way back to ancient Greece. Side note, archaeologists have found graves with bones buried under rocks and other heavy objects to prevent the bodies from escaping. Um, just burn them. <laughs> also, people decapitated so to help keep them from
0: reanimating. Maybe they didn't want to be in a box. Maybe that's why these creatures come back to life, because you force them to go into a box for eternity. And they said, oh, hell no. Is this your claustrophobia coming out? Extremely. (laughs) Zombies,
1: as we know them, come from legends passed down for centuries in Haiti. I did not know the origin of zombies was Haiti. I don't think I did either. Yeah. Around the 17th century, West African slaves brought to work on Haitian sugarcane plantations passed along the legends of the zombie. Particular voodoo practitioners called bokor, I apologize if I pronounced that wrong, Use herbs, shells, fish, animal parts, bones, and more to create, quote, zombie powders. One of the main ingredients is tetrodotoxin. It's a deadly neurotoxin found in pufferfish and other marine species. Given enough, you die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's usually what deadly
1: means. Step one and become a zombie, die. Well, given slightly less... It could cause paralysis and a comatose state. Given a bit less, you could have trouble walking, talking, thinking straight. Basically, you would look like a character from The Walking Dead with less flies. Now, Were
0: there a lot of flies in The Walking Dead?
1: There had to be. There just had to be. Have I you don't... seen
0: The Walking Dead?
1: I have, but just so many dead bodies. There have to be flies. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, this must have a completely legit and humane use, right? Well, no. You're correct. <laughs> there are reports of this being used to, quote, kill someone, have them buried, then dig them up later after the toxins had worn off and selling
0: that person to slavery. That sounds like Tiffany. Tiffany's Ashley's nightmare. Confirm? I got distracted. What happened? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that James had messaged me about my child. How dare you be a responsible parent right <clears throat> now? Know. We're busy. I know. I'm so sorry. He can wait. There are reports of this being used to
1: quote kill someone, have them buried, then dig them up later after the toxins had worn off, and sell that person into slavery. Hell no! Because think about it: your family is not going to come looking for you because they think you're dead. No, on so many levels. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good. Not at all. In the 1980s, my heart. <laughs> in I should have ni-
0: just not had you repeat
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> In the 1980s, anthropologist Wade Davis suggested that once victims were, quote, awake, they were fed food containing this concoction to maintain the zombie-like state. So they were just, like, worker bees.
0: I don't like it.
1: In 1962, Clairvius Narcisse went to the hospital with severe respiratory problems. I'm sorry, 19 when? 62.
0: So this was still being used? Mm -hmm. I think it's
1: still used today. Uh, he went to the hospital with severe respiratory problems. Unfortunately, he slipped into a coma and was declared dead shortly after. Fast forward 18 years, when Angelica Narcisse, his sister, was approached in the marketplace by a man insisting to be her brother. He was, in fact, Clairvius, who had been buried alive, then dug up and made to work on a distant sugar plantation
0: until he escaped. 404, Ashley not found. And that's zombies. So he came to her in 1980. Yes. Just putting it out there, I would not make a very good worker. Okay, so please don't. Just please don't. Just please don't in general. Please well, don't. Yeah, in general, but for real, yo, I could not. I would die. But people would have thought you already had. Yeah, but I would. Fair. Um, if so- you locked me in a box underground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fascinating so i included it even though it wasn't a medical condition which kind of it does include some medical stuff like what is medical about
0: that he went to the doctor
1: (laughs) (laughs) no the concept behind using the toxin to induce a pseudo death fudge you guys okay i don't don't like um,
0: I mean, having a medical explanation does not mean that it has a medical Medical. purpose. I
1: didn't say it had a medical purpose. I just said it had kind of a medical stuff in it. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Roll the credits. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I
0: can't. That was a good episode. I liked it. I did really enjoy the episode. Thanks. I had
1: fun looking this one up.
0: I did not like the last
1: part. Fair. I didn't
0: like it either. We should not have that happening in the world. No, please. that's not. not. So. Granted, I mean, 2020, I could have been in a comatose state. In a box? In the grounds. No. In a large bed in an open
1: space. You definitely would not have wanted that situation. People thinking you were dead to be sold off as a slave. No. No. She just means for this year she wants to be comatose. That's a different... I, I feel like we could phrase that a little differently than... The way you started it.
0: I said, but for 2020, I would not have minded being in a comatose state. Did you really? Yes.
1: So, yes. my name's Tiffany and I, I- pay attention.
0: <laughs> me too. It's okay. Wow. And on my, that. My husband was texting me about my child. <laughs> Remember, friends, everyone has something that they find odd and friends that like to play on your fears. Let us tell you why sometimes it's not what? odd. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> remember friends everyone has something that they find odd let us tell you why sometimes it's not if you have any questionable topics you like us to discuss you can share them with us on any of our social medias links can be found on our website theladiesestrange.com or if you want to email them to us, our email is theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to
1: subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great show job, show thing. If you like us, you're weird, but we love you. You can find us at patreon.com slash theladiesofstrange. Keep it strange, lovelies. Goodbye.
0: Bye.